I got the south in my blood And I'm gonna be here till I'm dead and well dead Yes, it is the Southern Man segment, and we head south, of course, for the big day. Diamonds Day down there at Ascot Park in Vicargill. Appropriately, we're going to catch up with uh, Nathan Williamson, who's got a big day ahead of him. And as uh, we join you now, Nathan, tell me about the weather and what we can expect uh, around the Ascot Park circuit today. Yeah, good morning, Greg. Look, um, the weather's beautiful this morning. Um, We've had a real mild morning and uh, sun shining, and it's... Um, really warm but uh, the forecast doesn't read too well it says that we're going to get a bit of wind and the weather's going to change and there will be um, some showers later on but uh, looks significantly better than what the the weather map was telling us yesterday so let's hope it doesn't come to too much and uh, yeah I'm sure the racing will still um, overshadow the weather. Nate, the Invercargill Cup day is obviously a very big day for you guys but almost it's superseded by this is that is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I'd say so. This has usually been the pinnacle of our year. Um, obviously, Invercargill Cup Day last year was sort of quite special with it being elevated to Group 1 status. But, yeah, look, the um, yeah this this meeting is sort of the pinnacle of all the age group horses and the finals for all them and everything like that. So it's, yeah, kind of, uh, you know, a lot of good horses on track. And, uh, yeah, it's always an exciting day. And you've grabbed the last couple of Southern Supremacies uh, with Regazzo Mac and uh, Sandwave. So let's get into your chances today. And, gee, there's been some uh, shorteners with the bookies, and one of those has been Storyteller, your drive in race two for Des Baines. Excellent on debut and a horse with a fair rep, a rap rather. That's right. Yeah, no, he's a lovely horse. Um, he was lucky enough to drive him for Des the other day, and he went really well. Um, yeah, obviously awkwardly drawn, so that's not going to make the job easy, but uh, he's got the talent to overcome the draw, I think. Um, obviously, always um, always good pulling on Dez's colours. Blair's normally is, is um, was still in the event. I'm lucky to... Oh, we've just uh, lost Nathan there slightly. He was talking about repetitive being the second of the Des Baines uh, runners in the event, and Blair Orange uh, does drive that one. Uh, so Nathan aboard Storyteller in race number two, a $2.20 favourite from an opening quote of around $3. Are you there, Nate? Have we still got him? Maybe not. His next three drives are all double-figure Odds uh, options, and they are Warrior Eastern, Janaka's Delight, and a better watch out. His own horse, Raka Murph, goes round in the race we just talked about, the Alabar Southern Supremacy Stakes, which he has won on the last couple of occasions. Comes up with a wide front row barrier draw. Nathan, I think we've got you back there. Um, he's gone good in both of his runs this time in, but it won't be easy from out there. Sorry, I just missed you there, Greg. What, what horse are we talking about? Just talking about, about Raka Murph. Yeah, he's raced well, um, perhaps down on his best form through the spring, but uh, we're hoping he's sort of building towards the big day. Obviously, he's an outside chance in that field, which is very talented, but um, no, we're happy with him, and he's definitely on an upward trajectory. We're just um, hopeful that he's, uh, you know, back to his best. What about Get Up and Dance in the Regent Carcourt Southern Cup, Southern Country Cups final? Just of note, Franco Norton has come out of the race, so the favourite for this year's Country Cups final has come out. But get up and dance. We know his ability. We've seen it uh, not only down south, but at Addington as well. Uh, of course, at Woody End Beach these days. But a horse you know well. What can we expect from him today? 
Well, I suppose that's the million-dollar question with him. He does tend to run a little bit hot and cold. Um, his best version would be very hard to beat in this field, and um, I thought his run last start at Addington, his sectionals were very good. So but with a clean getaway, which he's normally pretty safe away, and a, and a nice run, as long as it's genuine tempo, I think he can um, finish on over most of them, and certainly his, his best day would see him uh, right on the finish. All right, you train and drive Fovo straight in race number nine. Has a second row draw to overcome, but is pretty well supported with the book around 6.50. Yeah, he's pretty honest. Um, he doesn't sort of have much luck with his draws, and he's usually having to do a bit of work in the race. But that said, he isn't blessed with a huge turn of foot, so he's sort of got to be put into the race. And, and um, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's pretty game. The harder they go, the better he sort of likes it. So, um, you know, Diamond's Day, sort of there might be a bit of pressure around and. Uh, yeah, that could suit him. He's training well, and I think he's definitely a first-full chance. All right, Jimmy Carter, for your dad in race 10, always has the ability to win a race, uh, any race he goes in, but doesn't always bring it to race day, does he? That's dead right with um, Jimmy. Look, if he if he trotted away, he'd have to be one of the ones to beat. Um, as you say, his best form's right up there, but, uh, yeah, Jimmy sometimes gets it wrong. So, look, it'll just depend on his manners through the first piece. If he's, if he's trotting and, um, you know, even sort of somewhere midfield or not beyond that, um, he should be a, an each-way player, but uh, he's just got to bring his manners. And you're getting behind the club in the last, the Nathan Williamson Racing Stables mobile pace. would be an ideal race to win with Hurricane Hendrick so you can get some of your sponsorship back. Yeah, that's right. That'd be great. Um, look, he's, um, yeah, he's, a, he's a talented horse and a horse I have a bit of an opinion of. Um, just, yeah, still probably 12 months away from reaching his peak, I think. He's, he's quite immature and He's got a lot of speed, but he's probably, um, you know, not um, at full strength yet. So I think we're going to see a better horse in 12 months. But um, he's been racing really well and training good. So um, we'll to look to use the draw. And, um, no, I think he could be right there. Nate, for the SENZ Trots Talk listeners, what's the best chance for you today? Yeah, I'll probably lean towards Storyteller. He looks like he's a, a promising maiden and... Um, I actually thought there wasn't much between Dez's two maidens. And, um, yeah, look, I think they could probably um, run the Cornella in that race early on. So, um, yeah, let's hope uh, yeah, I could be on the winning end of that. It'd be great. All right, Nathan, really appreciate your time as always. Uh, good luck this afternoon. Uh, thanks very much, Greg. Cheers. All right, we've got a couple of the big names in Southern Harness uh, on Trot's Talk today. Spoken to Nathan Williamson. Now Kirsten Green joins us. Uh, morning to you, Kirsten. Good morning, Greg. Yeah, how's things down there? Because uh, you've got a pretty busy day ahead of you. <laughs> yeah, we have. No, uh, we're on course and all organised, so ready to attack. All right, let's see where you will be attacking because Captain Meister takes his place in race number two. First up, son of Captain Treacherous. Gee, there's a bit of breeding about this guy when you consider that uh, Major Meister is half has won a Cranbourne and Bendigo Cup in the last sort of four or five months. Um, what do we make of his trials? Because to the eye, he looks to have talent. Yeah, he is a very talented horse, but um, unfortunately he's just a little bit green at the moment. So um, the one draw potentially might be a little bit tricky for him just getting, and you know coming out at speed and getting into that first bend. So um, he's just one that I think in another six months he'll really be hitting his straps. So... Yeah, he's capable of taking it out today, but whatever he does, he'll he'll go out for a wee spell after today and, and work back up, and, and he'll be a big improvement next time. And I think. 
Yeah, certainly looks a great form race with uh, the two of Des Baines that Nathan's just been talking about and your guys. So there'll be a lot of form to come out of the second. Uh, Ruby Seddon in race number four, probably in the right sort of grade for Ruby, but uh, there's a couple of smarties in here, Masterclass and Elizabeth Hill. What are your expectations uh, with Ruby Seddon today? Yeah, those two you just listed, I think they probably just might have the jump on her today, but um up until last start, she'd been racing super, and then she just raced a wee bit flat the other day, so um, Doug's freshened her up, and um, on her day, she can put up a really good race, but um, yeah, I think the other two just might have the jump, so sort of third, third or fourth, I think, would be her go today. All right, Louis Girl in race number five. Here's a bit of an interesting bred horse, probably the most uh, interesting on the day, by former open-class pacer Lord Forbes. There's Philly, trained by Gavin Forbes, and... Yeah, I, I know it's reasonably long in the Diamond Creek, but um, there's a bit of story behind that, and he's he's a great uh, he's a great man, Gavin. Yeah, great man, and I think he's pretty chuffed to have um, a wee filly in a, in the race like that by his own stallion. So she will cut herself well. She's actually I had a drive on her at the trials. Though. She's actually a lovely little filly, but as you know, it's pretty tough up against the Colts and Impertons too. You know, they're they're pretty good horses. So yeah, I'd say follow her along next season. I think she could have the making of a wee Oaks filly next year. All right, well, we'll do, certainly do that. Betting Sensation and Carrera Sunset, uh, both out of your barn, take their place in the Macca Lodge, Neville R. Southern Oaks. It's a deep race. It's it's always been a very good race. And, yeah, your fillies are going well. Carrera Sunset certainly done nothing wrong. Yeah, she's but the same as Captain Meister. It's all just sort of come about too soon for her. Um, I really think a lot of her at, at times she sort of gives you the watch me now feel, and that's a pretty big statement, but... Um, she, yeah, she's got a, a lot of ability, but this prep this time, she sort of come to me late and um, we sort of realised she was pretty good and banged the heat into her and she ran fourth, gave her a quick spell because she just a lightly framed Billy and brought her back up quick. So this is only her fourth race day start. So she's just lacking that bit of ring craft and strength. But um, if they go hard and she could get a, a last run at, run at them, she's definitely capable. So, yeah, she just, um, just probably needs another couple of months under her belt. And um, bidding sensation, she's really lovely silly. She tries so hard. Um, she definitely deserves to take her spot. But um, she just had a bit of bad luck. Her last two starts locked up wheels. And Rory said she was serving like a winner last start. So for the same boat as the other filly, if they go hard and she can get a, a stab at them, she'll, um, she should you know, she'll go close to a check too. We'll be watching closely at the start of the Southern uh, Cups final because if Tommy steps with them, we know he can go with them. Yeah, um, he's actually training supers. I brought him back into Ascot Park and gave him a couple of standing starts on Wednesday and never missed a beat. Um, so, yeah, fingers crossed we can get away and, and he'd get a bit of money. He's um, Yeah, he's, the uncut gems is in a fortnight and he's sort of getting ready to peak for that. So he's as good as I can have him and just hopefully we can get him away. All right, looking forward to seeing uh, him. Of your remaining chances, your drive hit the lights for Wayne McEwen. Uh, Madrick, of course, we know the abilities there. Just needs to uh, get the manners right. And you've got Waddleback, Arnie, and he's a meister in the last. Which one should we have something on? Oh, I'd have to say probably Waddleback, Arnie, because at least I know he'll, he'll get away from the mobile. So, <laughs> um, yeah, no, he and hit the lights for a place. Um, she's actually went real good the other day, so and it's probably not quite as tough a field. So, yeah, probably just a place for those two would be my best chances. All right. Really appreciate you coming on, Kirsten. Uh, it's a big day for you guys down there in the south, and you've well represented by your stable, which is going so well. So uh, all the very best to you, and, um, yeah, go well. 
Great. Thanks, Greg. Thank you, Gregory, for leading that. Um, I thought Ahoka Connor was, was close to the bed of the day. I wasn't sure what to make of uh, the two-year-old race after listening to Mark's comments about his two runners. Did you have a couple? I'll tell you what, you want to write right? down career as sunset, though, uh, Michael. Not so much for today, but if she's comparing her to Watch Me Now, yeah, uh, a group one winner of the Breeders, holy heck. Well, the horse in race two, number one, it's got a fair bit of ability as well, so it's, it's, she's got a, a good team around her. What, what did you make of today for those who want to have a bet? Uh, obviously Franco Norton has come out of the cup down there for, for 40k so that's disappointing for uh, for Six McRae but what did you make of, of the day as a punting operation? I quite like a horse Michael in race 4 called Masterclass he's a good horse. He, he, he's not um, wasn't the top of the, the 3 year old age group but he, he showed enough ability and he's had one run back I reckon he's a very very good bet today so race 4 at number 1. Yes I'm with you Ahoka Connor can't see any reason why he won't win the Southern Supremacy. And Peregrine is a very good trotting mare. Takes her place off the back mark uh, in race number 10. So I reckon you multi-up those three, Michael. You would not be far away.